0: you're listening to the house divided podcast
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the House Divided podcast. Jeremy, it's Hockey Eve and last night Jordan Poole got punched in the head by Draymond Green. How are we doing?
0: I'm doing really good. Both those things delight me. Both of those <laughs> things make me happy. It's so, um, uh, been, been pretty brutal for a few weeks. But I what,
1: gotta, do you, <laughs> what do you think Jordan said to get hit? I the mean, funny part ridiculous. was
0: the funny part was so like i read the athletic thing like when shams tweeted it out i read the athletic little like two paragraph blurb about it and, and in paragraph two it even said like they're kind of known to yell at each other at practice this was the first time they got it got physical <laughs> oh I'm like, my yeah God. i'm not surprised by either of those well i'm, I'm surprised that it was the first time that they got physical but like Didn't they, like, in the playoffs last year have a shouting match, like, on the bench? Yes, (laughs) they did. Everyone acted so surprised, like, not everyone. I saw a lot of people act surprised, and I was like, I mean, I guess maybe you can act surprised that, like, someone hit their own teammate, I guess, like, maybe that's the surprise, but, like, on national TV, in, I want to say it was the NBA Finals, in a fight, so, like, a yelling match, so it's not that surprising, but it's awesome. Sure, It's fantastic.
1: Jordan will talk shit all the time, and Draymond will talk shit all the time, and so it's no surprise. And then, like, you just add as a little novelty where they went to school. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh, my God. The, yeah. The notorious puncher of people, Draymond Green.
0: Hey, man, Jordan, at least he got old Draymond, who probably can't lift his leg anymore to kick him in the nuts. So... You know, that's, <laughs> that's what they said.
1: That's what they said was that uh, Draymond didn't get a good didn't get a good hit in and, and Jordan finished practice. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, he's washed as a fighter and a player now." <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. Oh, that guy tormented Michigan for years. You know, honestly, my worst memories of him aren't even on uh, the 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 basketball court because like i was pretty young when he played and i didn't care as much about basketball back then just full stop my worst memories are of him are uh, being in the media as like the nba michigan state guy every time and he loved watching for football and every time you guys beat our ass draymond was on some sports center clip talking shit and i was like you motherfucker
0: yeah uh, draymond who was the the game day picker at the, uh, I think the only time I've actually hung out a game day is mm. Draymond. So mine was game uh, game Steve Spurrier. Oh, yeah, naturally. That what was the trouble point. with the snap game. Oh
1: god! I'm not even. I think he had just like I don't know. It, it was. I forgot that it was, was even
0: game day. That was game day that day.
1: It was game day, and the game was at 3.30. I didn't have tickets, and you know I live up by Flint. So I I was a senior in high school. Uh, me and my brother drove down to Ann Arbor for game day, knowing we'd have enough time to drive back <laughs> and watch, catch the game. And then it ended, the day ended poorly. Uh, so that being said, 12 of these teams' days are going to end poorly. huh? Yeah? Yeah? yeah, yeah. So, we got our picks segment which has become our picks episode now, and I think this will be fun. We can kind of open up a little bit more about these games, riff a little bit more. I'm sure that's what everybody wants to hear. Uh so let so we're going to be doing all six Big 10 games this weekend as well as six fun other ones from around the country. Jeremy, I want you to introduce <laughs> this uh beautiful Friday night lights game. This is being played on a Friday night.
0: Friday night opening weekend of hockey and we can't have hockey on BTN. I'm assuming I haven't in touch with this is on because we have to have Nebraska at Rutgers on a Friday night. They put the people of Nebraska and New Jersey on an evening. Oof. That's, That's... going to be some racially charged crimes. <laughs>
1: Okay, we're we're within the first ten minutes accusing <laughs> uh, fans of racially charged crimes here. Uh, let's let's bring a against, different topic against before the Goombas,
0: I... Brandon. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, of and course. Thick yeah. Salskus. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so. Nebraska last week beats Indiana by two touchdowns. That's pretty encouraging-ish. I mean, it's not encouraging, but it is if you've had the first quarter of the season. Nebraska has um, Rutgers on the other hand. Uh, Greg Schiano almost fought Ryan Day over a fake punt. That was awesome. I would simply say, if you don't want to get a fake punt run on you down forty-nine to ten, don't be down forty-nine to ten.
0: And rushing. Everyone for a block, leaving the Aussie rules punter to have yes. 40 yards of free grass. Yes, also brother.
1: nobody is talking about how stupid that was from, yeah. from a football perspective. It it became all about the late
0: hit and the Yeah, and also the fact that if you want to whine that they ran a fake punt on you 49 to 10, they have just as much of a, a right to talk about how poor sport you are to send the full block team down 49 to
1: 10. yeah that's true greg Ciano and ryan day are so unlikable and they really couldn't be a better match in heaven uh for two assholes to fight so i love to see it uh to the game at hand nebraska at rutgers nebraska a three-point favorite uh give me the scarlet knights to rebound after getting paved by ohio state
0: you don't come into Piscataway on a Friday night in October and get an easy win. So that's what they say. Rutgers as well. Yeah. That's a thing.
1: That's, that's uh, a phrase.
0: That's a-, a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. I think the boys of Nebraska are just going to be so excited about Times Square on Saturday and going to like bubblegum shrimp down there and having a real New York experience that, uh, they're not going to focus on the game Friday.
1: Like I, I think alternatively, they're not going to be excited. They're going to hate the city life.
0: No, no, no. Times Square is going to be just right for them. Like, this is nice. <laughs> okay. This is clean.
1: We've insulted enough people for one day. There's game.
0: 140 cops within this block. I'm excited about this.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're off the rails, folks. <laughs> it's too early for us to be off the rails. Uh, Tennessee at LSU. This one's interesting. First of all, I'd like this to be a 7:30 game in uh, Death Valley. I think that'd be cooler. I think you'd get be more likely for Tennessee to shit their pants. However, I still think Tennessee is going to shit their pants. And I know I've said this before and been wrong. But uh, go Tigers, you know? I don't know. That's all I got.
0: You are a hater you 're not gonna I am pick I I, I don't I don't
1: I don't think I'll pick Tennessee this year no, no we'll you see won't.
0: you won't I watched too much of that LSU Auburn game to have any any problem picking Tennessee here I'm taking Tennessee pretty uh pretty confidently um yeah I, I like them as like a touchdown favorite. I don't know man like Death Valley at 11 a.m. Local
1: time. <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, I, oh my God, I forgot that they're in the central time zone. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I was chatting to a few people in Iowa last week about the 11 a.m. local kick. And you know how sometimes when you bring something up to somebody and it sets them off, you can see it in their eye? I got that every time. They were <laughs> they were not pleased with the 11 a.m. local kick. I I can imagine LSU fans are pretty grumpy about that.
0: Yeah. them um, to calm down. They've been on the Combine since 4 a.m. <laughs> they had a whole shift in you know, at the farm, and now they get to watch football. Like, calm down. <laughs> calm
1: down. Well, speaking of uh, Michigan at Iowa last weekend, they're at Indiana this weekend. Uh, a 22.5-point road favorite, and I'm taking them easily. So I guess – we should kind of talk about this game a little um iowa is bad and i've been saying that from the get-go now i do realize that they won a few games they beat illinois who's apparently a good team they uh squeaked one out over uh wait western kentucky's not a good team they shouldn't have won that game though and no, that's Michigan and that's won either. and that's the problem Right. Uh, To me, this is going to feel a lot more like the first quarter of Michigan's schedule. Maybe not to the extent of dominating those teams, but I I don't think this one's going to be nearly as butt clenchy as the Maryland game or the Iowa game. And the Iowa game was not particularly butt clenchy. I'll use that phrase again.
0: Oh my God! Um, yeah, I mean, I was checking DraftKings here because I wanted to see if I could get some some player props here because I like Blake Corum over like 120 yards in this game. Uh, a couple scores and yeah, Michigan to cover 22. That's that shouldn't be a problem at all. Uh, outside of some garbage time with Indiana or Iowa oh, there yeah, they're gonna. They they would have covered twenty two at Iowa last week, and I don't think Indiana scares them. So, do me Indiana. The only, I guess, the only thing you can do, and I and I don't think this team has this problem, is uh a little bit of a look ahead, right? Like looking at Penn State, maybe a little bit. We could you just got uh, through Iowa? Yes, it is this a very trap game everyone thought it was going to be. So you have a little trap game there, but I don't think you can look at Michigan over the last. 18 months and or, you know, I will say year, about a year and say, yeah, this team's going to fall to a trap game.
1: I will say the last time Michigan played at Memorial stadium, there wasn't anybody there, but they, they did lose. And there are still some guys who were on that team. Uh, you know, whatever it takes to motivate you. I don't know. They're going to come out. They could probably be not very motivated and they might not cover, but I mean, they're going to win. And so, uh, not a lot to preview. As you mentioned, Penn state next week, that's a big one coming up. Um, I mean, I get excited to watch every game cause you got to, when you only get to watch your team play 12 to 15 times a year, but, um, I'm looking ahead. The player shouldn't, but I, I'm looking ahead, thinking, thinking about the Nittany Lions. All right, uh, time for uh, the game day is here. We're, we're doing TCU at Kansas. I didn't look at the line until I was prepping the show notes. TCU is six and a half point favorite on the road. Where, where's the Jayhawk respect, Vegas?
0: Disrespect strong. Uh... I will say I don't care what live, they did to Oklahoma. Live betting here. Uh the the, the over under is at sixty-eight and a half. So I'm gonna put some money on that over. Um, That's I think right. this is gonna be a fun shootout. Uh, uh, t- six and a half is a lot of points. I think TCU wins it straight up. I guess I could see it is it's gonna be hard to to blow out this Kansas team has so much good going for it, but it just kind of feels like this is the end of a uh, that, that fun ride, and it's still a fun ride. I mean, you're still going to be 5-1 and one if you lose this game. But This is a uh, Disney
1: movie. They're qualifying for a bowl game on Saturday. College game day there for the first time. TCU just killed Oklahoma.
0: Eviscerated Sell out home Oklahoma, crowd. man. Eviscerated
1: Oklahoma. Yeah, no, ended uh, up. Yeah. And they're going to be too high coming off that just to get stomped by a Jayhawk.
0: Yeah. Oh. You have some nice disagreement here in the first four Oh, games, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't sell me on either one of your picks there. I look the like USU a Les LSU. Miles Stan because
1: of you the are. LSU in Kansas. Yeah.
0: You are. Well, he is a Michigan man, so I appreciate Oh, you there we go. Together.
1: And he does have kind of a New Jersey vibe around him. So we're hitting all four of my picks, <laughs> some type of connection. I don't know if he has a New Jersey vibe, actually. No, that was I,
0: bad. I think. I think we might be done here. I think plus okay. okay. miles, New Jersey. <laughs> I think you could fit in. I think I think New Jersey really is gonna send us death threats after this. Oh Jesus. All right. Purdue
1: at Maryland. Purdue coming off a big win against uh a one week Big Ten West favorite Minnesota. <laughs> Um, and they're going to Maryland where the Terps just dispatched to their own Michigan state this week. Uh, Terps favored by three at home and I'm going to take them. I think this offense is legit. And I think I've seen Purdue meltdown in close moments too many times. Not that I guess that should be a favored for Maryland, right? But they, they've actually looked pretty competent to me this year in the way they played Michigan and fought late and to the way they kind of casually beat Michigan State. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's roll. Hot take, I'll, like Maryland's finishing third in the Big Ten East.
0: So it doesn't feel that team. hot,
1: but I like it. Well, um, they'd have to beat Penn State. They're a top-ten team.
0: Yeah. How do
1: they know? We'll find out in nine days.
0: <laughs> yeah game Maryland um I they absolutely comfortably beat Michigan State last week. Purdue I follow a lot of Purdue fans and they did not seem very happy with most of the season. Maybe that's just their lot in life all the time, but uh prior to that Minnesota game, I can say the vibes were not exactly like on the up and up like no, on they the up had just,
1: they had just barely beat FAU
0: yeah, so. I'll, Mar- I'll take Maryland. I think Talia Tayo is just, he's, I gave him a ton of shit preseason. I still think he's not the most accurate, but the dude's on fire. And, and I don't see how Purdue gets enough stops, uh, to, to beat them. Could be a fun shootout, although they just played a 20 to 10 game. So maybe not. I don't know. That Minnesota defense is pretty legit. It, it will be. Maryland's defense is really assy. So should be a really fun shootout. Assy. Um, but but give me Maryland. I think Maryland can win this in a shootout like that offense can just quick and score every drive against a team like Purdue.
1: Yeah, I agree. Purdue Purdue's defense has not impressed me. And yeah, I like the shootout call out. Uh another noon game, folks. We got a loaded noon slate this week. Uh with or sorry, skip that one. That would not be a loaded noon slate. Uh the next one we're about to do. But Texas at Oklahoma. I guess this isn't loaded either. What am I talking about? This is my brain is being is succumbing to brands right now because Texas isn't that good and Oklahoma stinks.
0: The shotgun is loaded for the Red River shido.
1: It gets me excited.
0: Dude, this the Texas State Fair looks fun. I mean, if you're able to uh to swallow the the not even casual racism, but you get some nice like funnel cakes, that's kind of <laughs> cool, like oh, you know. God. But uh, yeah, man, I so you put you took Oklahoma, no, I know they're getting nine points.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he doesn't get it, yeah, how? so.
0: And Quinn I, Ewers,
1: so I I, will I'm s- going to
0: say right now, I put money on this without knowing if Quinn Ewers is going to play or not. That's how confident I am in Texas to cover this.
1: Listen, I respect that, and you're probably right. My thing with Oklahoma in Texas is I get kind of this Michigan-Michigan state relationship from this, where like if Texas should beat them, I, I I feel like it's going to be close still just because it's okay. It, it, is this tracking at all in your sports brain think about it
0: I mean the, the difference I think there is honestly over the last decade plus Oklahoma has been a good team better yeah and it's know. been that's been a long kept, time you know Texas has kept it closer like even in the Baker Mayfield year I feel like they had a close game with Oklahoma in a year that they went like six and six so i guess something.
1: that's the vibe i'm getting right is i've seen a lot so of good thinking, teams so, so play close games you're, in this game you know, i think, yeah, I think I just,
0: michigan michigan state makes sense because you could also say even in the brady hoke years and to a, and even the rich rod years there weren't like there were so games that were close in the fourth quarter between michigan state and michigan when it really shouldn't have been that close right and, then, yes. and, and in this case texas were aligned with the michigan state of like they've come back to to finally catch up to their rival here from the last, like, decade. But, man, they, Oklahoma might be down their starting quarterback. They might be the worst defense in the Power Five. But like, this is, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a game for Texas to yeah, really get yeah. their fans worked mm. up.
1: Curious that a uh, Michigan State fan is eager to call a different defense, the worst defense in Power Five. <sighs> Dude, Dude. <laughs> I know that TCU game. Oh I know it God. was so bad. You know, yeah. it was?
0: you know what it is? I think it's because the TCU did on the ground. That's why I call it worse. Because mm. Michigan State's thing is the secondary. But when you're getting chewed up on the ground that bad in the first half of a game, they TCU did the Ohio State from last year on MSU with a running back, though, and not CJ Stroud and Chris Olave. <laughs> so, yeah yeah i don't know it's tough for me to recover from yeah. that it the interesting is i did get this line at seven so there's been movement so yeah. i will say my real life bet was i got this at seven and so if we're getting it at i nine, like seven more than that's nine. some money on texas coming in so okay okay nine's a little You're rich, i'm still gonna me. stick with it i'm gonna stick uh, with it because I, I need to stick with it because i put it on seven but i will say nine makes me think and pause much more than when i pulled the trigger. Uh, driving home and then put money on Texas.
1: Yeah, I'm going to keep keep Oklahoma for the picks contest, but you got me thinking about it. I will say that uh, Wisconsin at Northwestern. This is the one that I joked wouldn't be a, make anything loaded slate. Uh, this is just because it's a Big Ten game being played at 3:30. Listen, Wisconsin will, a ten point favorite on the road.
0: People will be loaded. Wisconsin That's fans right. will be loaded, and Northwestern fans will have their hedge funds loaded. So. <laughs> Everyone's loaded in this game.
1: Oh man, Wisconsin, a ten-point favorite on the road uh, with interim head coach uh, Jim Leonard. Uh, how how do we feel about this?
0: I feel like I hate that this is even on the sheet because I do not know what to think. Like I, I'm a fan of the new coach bounce or the interim coach bounce, but. In this case, that interim coach bounce goes from "I already would have picked Mitch, Wisconsin to win," but now I have to pick Wisconsin to blow a team out.
1: <laughs> you have to pick. You have to pick Wisconsin a Wisconsin interim coach to blow Northwestern out.
0: Yeah, and mm? yeah, I'm going to take Wisconsin, but it is uh, that's probably the most shaky one. I feel
1: Illinois like. is good. Okay, let's let's just... They were good. No,
0: they are good. The loss that actually makes me pause on Wisconsin the most is that Washington State game.
1: Oh, true. To only put up
0: 14 at home to Washington State. Now I know Illinois, like, that's a blowout, and it's your former coach, and, like, you had two rushing yards. So, I mean, that's kind of uh, unforgivable. But the, the loss that I think kind of, like at the end of the year that I'm going to look back and I just not understand is losing at home to Washington State when you're Wisconsin. Well, like I you would match up say with them so say, well.
1: Washington State looked better than what I thought against Oregon.
0: Yeah, and I say this as a guy who took over five and a half wins on Washington State, so I'm not a complete hater of them, but I would have expected Wisconsin to just mash them, too. Yeah.
1: Well... We both take them beat Northwestern by ten. So if this conversation tells you anything, that you let your takeaway be how lowly we think of Pat Fitzgerald.
0: Remember, this is a union podcast. I will not cross the picket line for that scab. So
1: That'd be a good always bit. pick against Northwestern. That's a good bit if we just both picked against Northwestern every game this year.
0: I don't think I've pitched them yet. <laughs> well, we I have the I
1: records. Pick? We can investigate. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> man, I mean, going forward, I will not cross that picket line. Well put, Jeremy. Do no not. voting for uh, Listen, Nebraska. Sir, oh, you've thrown you me did. off.
0: You did week one. You I'm took sure them against I... Nebraska. So
1: well, how did that work out? Thank you.
0: At what, cost, at what cost, I At what
1: cost? Hey, listen. I'm a reformed man, just like Herschel Walker. Anyways, Utah is at UCLA. Utah is a three-and-a-half-point uh, road favorite. Speaking of a bunch of people who have paid for abortions, they won't talk about Jesus Christ. Okay. Don't mix
0: them up with BYU, sir. Well, Either it's the state. It's the
1: state of Utah in this general. Not the key. university.
0: Just like last week, where I said low key, everyone's looking overlooking like the Kentucky Mississippi game being the best game, which kinda turned out to be incorrect. It was interesting, but not in the way that I thought it was gonna be. This is a sneaky, really good game. Like I agree. I'm interested. U C L A kinda has my attention. They're they're much better. Than I thought they would be. If you're a Michigan State fan, you can take some solace and patience, and a coach might work out. Because I was definitely off the uh, Chip Kelly at UCLA boat about two seasons ago. Um, but kind of spicy this year. This is, and to to back it up, I mean Bill C has this as a 0.2 projected margin to Utah, so he also sees this as basically a toss up. Um, man, so who who are Let's you taking?
1: I'm taking Utah. Um, so this isn't doesn't have a lot of reasoning behind it, unfortunately. This is one where I got a funny idea in my head and I committed to it. And that's only when I'm 50-50. And I guess so to get my real thoughts on the game, I really do like Utah's team. They lost that Florida game, but they've looked better since. Um, UCLA really did impress me last week against Washington. I was stuck in a hotel room. I, I was watching that game, and they looked good. Uh, but I don't like when Chip Gelly gets t- too high, you know? I- I'd really like to bring him back down to earth, that guy. So, give me Utah.
0: And doing the Brendan style of uh, looking at what a team's done, if we take the Washington game out of it, not super impressive for UCLA. Three blowout wins over Bowling Green, Alabama State, Colorado. So that tells you nothing. Well, and then
1: they had the the – One they squeaked out, right?
0: And a one-point win over South Alabama. So, if we take the Washington result out of it, I feel really, really confident in Utah coming in and just playing their style of football.
1: The problem is, is your most recent result (laughs) is the Washington game.
0: And that game was so interesting. Um, But I think that it's also a very different game. Utah... I think this is a game where Utah comes in and does the Utah thing where they just suffocate you and you can't play your style and they just kind of basically do what Wisconsin used to be able to do in the Big Ten uh, and give that to UCLA. Um, so I'll take Utah, but this is – I'm telling you people, like especially MSU fans, you're not going to want to watch what's on at 4 o'clock, so you should instead be watching Utah-UCLA.
1: Yeah, I'm probably gonna be watching UT, 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 Utah, UCLA, at least after like 30 minutes into Ohio oh, State, so Michigan State, I might catch the beginning of that.
0: Beautiful, reasons. beautiful helmet and jersey matchup. Oh my gosh! It Rose was Bowl
1: dude, it was beautiful last week with Washington.
0: Oh, just gorgeous.
1: Think, and, and I know that we all have our traditions the home- about the Big Ten stuff, but, like, think about watching your your boys or, like, the winged helmet up against, like, the UCLA and the Rose Bowl for a true road game. It'd be sick. It will be sick. I don't have it, to say it, it will would be. be. Jesus Christ.
0: Also, to plug, the, uh, to plug our favorites at home field, the Utah collection over at home field is fantastic. So make sure you check it out.
1: Sidebar: Did you see the Wyoming collection they dropped today?
0: Yeah, I know, but I have a Disgusting. buddy that's a huge Wyoming fan, and I am also Stephen Godfrey might go broke buying this.
1: It's it's absolutely filthy Do they have
0: other sports? All oh, yes. they have golf. They yes. have the golf. Oh, yeah. Brendan, Brendan, you were talking about you might go to Lawson. I need you to buy this Wyoming shirt that says Root and tootin no, joke?
1: no no boy, no lawson,
0: if i go this to lawson
1: a- i'm gonna be decked in my Maze hockey jersey we are not going anything this is a
0: yet. fantastic drop brendan oh I'm i told you i said
1: it was filthy and nasty
0: i'm getting the root and tootin' one that one's that's- coming home with
1: I- me yeah if you go back to my twitter that's the one i quote tweeted saying i know <laughs> we're one one podcast same brain oh, oh man baby. okay Let's move on to, I know you were trying to keep the Wyoming talk going as long as you could so we could avoid this, but (laughs) Ohio State at Michigan State, Ohio State favored by 27 on the road in Spartan Stadium, and I think that is too low. Uh, Give me the Buckeyes. Sorry, buddy. There's no reason to overthink this.
0: There's no reason. Like. Even the fun vibes of seeing that we're going to wear the 1998 helmet stripe this weekend, which the jersey looks fantastic. Um, reason being that 1998 is win. we also were 27-point dogs to Ohio State and beat them at Ohio State when they were the number one ranked team. As good as that vibe is, there's no reason to overthink this. Last year happened, and this team has only gotten worse. I don't see any reason to have the confidence. And I will be, Brendan, I will allow you, I, I hope you allow me to kind of rub some dirt in ourselves, but also enjoy. If we lose by less than 27, I will come here with, like, what was the defeated with dignity oh my newspaper? God. I will come in like that. If we lose by less than 27.
1: If we, uh, if, okay, bet, if MSU, uh, covers the spread this Saturday, uh, our next week's first episode is titled Defeated with
0: Dignity. We will tweet we're going the, with it. we're tweeting the state news, Defeated with Dignity out from the main show account as soon as that final whistle blows.
1: If, if they, they cover, cover
0: they gotta cover
1: though. And both of us don't think they're gonna, so I probably
0: won't even save that photo going into the stadium cause there's just no reason.
1: Yeah, we'll see it. We'll see. You know, college football is stupid. Uh, o- Ohio State could get the flu, potentially. It could snow. You know, and those are their
0: weaknesses. Parody, parody. I had nothing to do with the flu that happened to Ohio State. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. My last comment, and this is a little mean, but like Ohio State's passing attack against Michigan State secondary is such an unstoppable force versus extremely movable object.
0: You uh, it, that's not prognosticating. It literally happened a year ago.
1: No, it, no, I know. No
0: one, no one needs to be like, oh, is that going to happen? We saw it. <laughs> There's no reason not to think that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's it's rough, man. But. You know, once you get through, like, because think about it this way, right? This is probably rock bottom if it goes mm. the way we think, because uh, mm. Michigan's probably not going to do that to you.
0: No, that's gonna, even gonna if be Michigan rock ends bottom. up beating mm. on.
1: No, don't say that. Mm. No, we can't do. Yeah, you what
0: I'm is, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but, but, but I disagree with that this is most likely rock bottom. the The most likely possible rock bottom is on October 29th. Do not reverse jinx yourself into whatever bullshit you're pulling. I'm not going to allow it.
1: I don't know what you're talking about,
0: dude. We're doing fixed house kiss on Twitter. We all know you're not going to make it through that week without just releasing the hounds. This is fake, fake news.
1: Yeah. I mean, I hope we win by 50, but I don't know. Uh, it- Talk, we got Mormons versus Catholics, Jeremy. This is way more fun than whatever we were just talking about. BYU at Notre Dame. Notre Dame a three-and-a-half point home favorite. I don't why? get it. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: <laughs> BYU is not bad. Why are we all of a sudden believing 100% in Notre Dame? Did they figure out their offense all of a sudden? Like, it's like the why? Michigan
1: syndrome. When you win a couple games in a row, you're good again.
0: Yeah, I, this this makes no sense to me. This is a team that, and, and you can say South Bend, but Powell also almost went in there and won. And uh, did everyone forget that Marshall beat them? They hunt some points on a UNC who is only able to stop Virginia Tech, who might be the worst power five offense. Why are we giving all this respect to Notre Dame? Like, where is this coming from? Because they're Notre Dame. BYU is a top 20 team. Marcus Why Freeman's is attractive.
1: Oh, that's true. <laughs> I want that. Uh, I'm just giving you reasons, I man. I, hey, I'm with you. Don't
0: make me pick on
1: I like easy spreads. I took BYU. Uh, it,
0: it's easy. I don't know. I know Oregon. You just went on a whole rant. <laughs> I know Oregon pasted BYU, but I really cannot understand this line. I, BYU easily Okay. Yeah. Okay. You were was, making a face like you were contemplating then the Notre I know, Dame. I, was, I was still trying to contemplate where this comes from.
1: Okay. Uh, Understood. Is there an
0: injury? Like we I pay attention to like national, but I can't say that BYU always comes up in my national consumption of college football. Like I'm literally sitting here, like, did I miss an injury? Did I miss something? Because I this line completely confuses me. But I'm also like the worst at picking. This year, at of time. So, we're killing knows, it, man. Who knows what I know?
1: Don't let numbers tell you what the vibes are like.
0: That's what I tell my accountant
1: every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Iowa at Illinois. Um, Illinois at 3.5 point. I, I got to quit saying 3.5. I'm so used to work brain where that's a point, it's a thir- three and a half point favorite. Bought me on the head through Zoom, if I keep doing that.
0: Well, Illinois
1: is favored by three. Before
0: you bonk you, like you're back against Iowa, Iowa chasing. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Off the rails. Iowa at Illinois, football things only. Illinois is a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. What I'm taking the L.I. We're not going to bring up her name on the podcast, Jeremy.
0: I I don't have time to scroll through. Brett Bulema.
1: Got me paid last week. And he's going to get me paid this week.
0: They're going to win by got touchdown. You, He got you paid this last no, week. He he's going to get you laid this week because she's going to leave her fiancé. Jesus Christ. Illinois. They fight over how bad Iowa football is. Brett <laughs> Bielema is a man of love. Love. Oh, my God. You know that he, in his writer, in his contract – Every Friday night of a road game, he gets to have three romantic comedies ordered to his hotel. He's a man of love. Do it for Brendan Brett. Okay. Destroy Iowa. No, I also just thought, like, uh, what is... All well, I needs to do, I think, in this game is score 21 points to cover this. Yeah. Right? I mean, they just held Wisconsin to, what, seven points? Yeah. They... they Iowa's not scoring more than a fourteen. So if you can get this to a if you score eighteen points or more, you're covering this. I trust Illinois to score eighteen points or more.
1: Yeah. Um what I will say about this also is Michigan ran all over Iowa last mm. week. Play play uh, corum is very and Illinois is a very good running back. So I, I could see yeah. them doing following a similar pathway where
0: so Chase Young or Bryce Young? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's Chase Bryce Young. Bryce Young
1: is the quarterback of Alabama's Alabama. Probably.
0: yeah. Chase Young? Yeah, I think he's his name. Yeah, fantastic yeah. running back.
1: Yes, and uh, yeah, I just feel like, and you know what? If they can't run on him, then I'm going to be feeling a lot better about Blake Corum because, <laughs> because uh, they've been running on everybody. Uh, the last game of the week. Man, I should have reversed it. We should have finished on the Iowa-Illinois stuff. This is kind of boring. Uh, Florida State at NC State. It's a decent game. Uh, two four and 4-1 teams. NC State a three-point favorite at home, returning after losing to Clemson. Pretty deflating game. Give me the Knowles. Shout-out to John from earlier this year.
0: John. No, we're not shouting him out this week. He already gets to enjoy just eviscerating my team. I also believe in love, but I believe that his girlfriend should be unhappy and not see Florida State win because they're racist. Theme of the show. Oh. Uh, I don't know. So, so you're basically telling me that I think, so is your pick the clemson Hanover for NC State? Because I think if you take that out, NC State is, to me, pretty clear favorite. Like, Florida yeah. State is getting murdered last week by Wake until they make a nice comeback like that i do give them credit for the comeback but they were getting murdered by lake Pretty handily. Yeah, you know what I'm the, realizing the is quarters, I, picked, so. I picked
1: them last week against – or no, I didn't. I picked Wake. What I'm, Oh, because they were favored by seven. I still think I thought they were going to win this game last week against Wake, kind of mm. for similar reasons. So maybe I should be rethinking this. But I'm not going to. We're going to stick so, with the Knowles.
0: So the main thing was not the Knowles. You are believing in the NC State hand-over. Yes. More yes. than anything like a tough loss to Clemson. You hang close, but you don't. Well,
1: this was supposed to be their remember. year. The way people were talking about
0: them, I I don't know. I think the door was open for them, yeah, uh, but I don't for this I group, still, you know. It's just uh, worries me. also looking at the sheet here. I mean, I am on over eight and a half for NC State, so it's an important day for me for them to go get this win. Oh, you're um, doubling down. I'm gonna take NC State, yeah. I, I but I do I do think my concern is is the Clemson Hanover just like you uh, you've kind of alluded to. Um but I guess it's just I have seen that Wake Forest game, like I think NC State is not as dynamic of an offense, uh, but I think they are equivalent to Wake Forest. Uh Wake Forest absolutely pants Florida State for three quarters. So they made a nice comeback, but they were also at home. So I'm I'm gonna take NC State here.
1: I respect it. We we have uh, disagreed on four games. I hold a five-game lead over you uh, for the show contest. Uh, do we have an update? Dude, do we have a picks leader right now? Sorry to put you on the spot if we don't. We uh, do, but oh.
0: uh, I did not get the form out again last week. Real oh, life got in the way. Yet again.
1: Okay. That's okay.
0: So, so everyone else did okay. much better than us last week by not participating. That's
1: true. So, We're, we didn't do very good yet again.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have been uh, downright awful. But just we, brutal. We might need to cancel the segment. Yeah. Uh, we made a whole wanna, show around it now. Do you do you, do you want to throw in a little hockey? Are you going to go on? Michigan, Lindenwood, yeah. hockey, two and a half. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah,
1: uh, Michigan, a two and a half goal favorite against Lindenwood. I'm going to take them with that line. Yeah, yeah. We, we were going through Lindenwood's roster before this, and uh, they do not have the look of a team that should really challenge Michigan. And opening, it's opening night. Crazy shit could happen, but uh, feels like a good opponent for a young forward uh, core to try and try and put up some points again. So
0: see, see, I look at it the other way. I look at it as opening night. I would take this on Friday night. I would not take this on Saturday night because I feel like Michigan's gonna have all the juice opening night. You come out, get a nice six-one win feeling good and then maybe you come in a little lackadaisical saturday and uh and my limit would keep it within two and a half but uh friday night i'm with you on on michigan and uh yeah man hockey's back
1: hockey is back let's hey michigan state bowling green uh state by one and a half right is that the line
0: yeah state by one and a half that's an interesting line to me i mean it's also getting plus money at one and a half, so that tells you, you know, kind of the line, what they're thinking of that line. Um, There's a hard line for me to dive on. I mean, I would have to assume they have a lead plus, uh, plus an empty net goal, so I'm going to go a bowling green on that, but I think MSU wins straight up. If you give me this on the money line, I'm going to take MSU. Uh, that third period they had last week, really, really, really encouraging. I think it also gave plenty for this week for them to drill on uh on the boys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say MSU on the money line, but the one and a half might be a little rich. Yeah. Uh I will, I will tell you, plus money is intriguing on that. So uh yeah,
1: so for me in that game, gimme bowling green on the money line plus one thirty five. I just think it's this feels like a game that might just be really tight, decided on a few bounces potentially, and the plus 135 entices me, I guess, for Bowling Green. They could, they could win on some stupid stuff, and that's a good return.
0: Tony, man, the hockey the hockey payouts are pretty good because they, uh-huh. they give you some good plus juice on these. Um, if you can find some spots where you uh, you think you know a little bit better than the books... There's, there's some
1: opportunity there. Yeah, man. I'm excited to have it back. It feels like, like tomorrow. Going to just be thinking about it all day at work. Really zoning up for it. Opening weekend. I was really diving into the schedule today. As we talked about, I might head to Lawson, uh, depending on the start time of Michigan-Michigan State football. Uh, should be should be a fun season. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Let oh, let's just throw out some random predictions here, just right before the show ends. Who wins the uh, Big Ten hockey conference this year?
0: Man, I'm just You know, I'm intrigued by Ohio State this year to make uh to finally put something together and actually be in it to the end. Um. But I think this year, it feels like a year where Michigan has the talent and they don't have the distraction. So Talk
1: about a reverse jinx, folks.
0: No, Talk I, about a reverse Well, I'm trying to think of Minnesota, and I'm thinking, you know, Minnesota's just steady. They're always there. I'm also trying not to be uh, thrown off by the same thing that I tell Michigan State fans right now. Like, MSU had a great August recruiting, and Minnesota has had a, an amazing summer recruiting. Um, I don't know, man. There's there's some things that I could uh, I can't, I am not willing to go on the record about or make too many predictions yet on, but uh, there's just some reasons I could see the Minnesota season being bumpier than people think, and um, if that happens I think it really opens the door for Michigan.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to take Michigan here. Uh, this feels silly. They haven't they didn't win a Big Ten regular season title under Mel Pearson. Uh, they haven't won one since the Big Ten was the conference they played in. Uh, so this feels a little silly to just proclaim. I think they have a really solid defensive core with Luke Hughes, Ethan Edwards, Jacob Truscott. Uh, they they just they they have a nice balance of Seamus Casey, like a nice balance of athletic, more skilled skating guys and just solid dependable dudes to anchor those down. And the way they were looking at pairing them up makes me feel confident. Um, And then it is a really young forward group at the top of the lineup. But Adam Fantilli is really good. And I am deciding I'm hopping on that hype train and and we could potentially see a 60-ish point season from that guy is what I I, I think he's going to be really, really good. And I think that could help uh, Michigan with – and Eric Portillo. How can you not mention Eric Portillo? Um with him and that I don't think he could improve upon last year to tell you the truth he was that good so yeah I'm gonna go ahead and be the dumbass who picks Michigan Uh, now time to the, the really important question basement who who is it I'll go first on this one I won't make you say it Penn State I'm calling it Penn State Nittany Lions at the basement.
0: Uh like, secretly, secretly not dog Michigan shit State. for a couple years. Secretly yes. dog shit for a couple of years, to be honest. Like they they have been fortunate to have MSU down there. A team that they also take a ton of points from. Like we we never have good weekends with Penn State. So um we are definitely integral to them staying out of the basement. That's uh that's for sure. Um I have an agenda. I I absolutely have an agenda. (laughs) Folks,
1: he's picking Wisconsin.
0: (laughs) I have an agenda. (laughs) And I said that the Minnesota season could go sideways. I believe the Wisconsin season could go sideways. And if that one starts getting a little loose, shaky, and sideways, like, I don't know, losing to a Canadian school for your uh, exhibition as a beginning... That could get ugly fast. So, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's the same old story. I mean, like, that talent should not be the basement. Um, like, Penn State and Michigan State do not match the talent of Wisconsin. Those two teams are much more likely for the basement. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. Vibes, not good. And this. Yeah. that boy biggie now i live on billboard and i brought my boys with me say what up the top top still sipping my top sitting courtside nicks in that